0: You're listening to the show With Sam And Joe This is episode 153 for July 27th, 2017 This week we talk about building computers, breath of the wild, gay dating apps Falling asleep in our clothes, avoiding public places, and drag race rumors So stick around for The The show
1: show. One, two, three, clap Ooh Yay Guten tag (laughs) Hi. Hi. I was going to go even higher pitch, but I didn't.
0: I'm glad I got to cut you off. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey. Oh, hello, everybody. Uh, we're back to that, aren't we? I've already forgot about it. Who? Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm Joe and I are recording at like a decent hour today. It's weird. I know. It's like one fifteen for me, and I'm like... In my pajamas. Oh, yeah, no. I had I had a bowl of cereal, and then I made myself a grilled cheese sandwich with some tomato soup for a good lunch. But I'm still in the same clothes that I wore yesterday. I've kind of been in a habit lately where, like, if I'm not doing anything the next day, sometimes I accidentally fall asleep in my clothes. I just, like, don't take the time to put my pajamas on. Well, do you wear pajamas? Well, sometimes. Like, I have a bunch of pajamas. Like, I have, like, like pajama pants and, like, pajama shirts that are, like, bigger and stuff. They're like I do wear, I usually wear them more when I'm like pack them and I'm going somewhere else. Like I'm going to my parents' house or something, then I pack my PJs. But like when I'm at home, sometimes I just like am laying in bed and I just fall asleep in my clothes and I wake up and I'm already dressed. I'm ready to go.
1: Mm, ew. Mm-hmm. Oh, gross. I'm trash. Oh, damn. Mm. I can't fall asleep in my clothes unless I'm taking a nap. Oh, and really? then I have to take off my pants anyway because they're like skinny jeans and they're like strangling me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're, cu- they're so, cutting oh off my blood circulation. Speaking of. Oh, we actually have shit to talk about? Um, I bought shorts. Who are you? Are you straight? I have not worn shorts since I was in junior high. Oh, my God. And perhaps even at middle school, because in high school, we weren't allowed to wear shorts. Fucking and then Arkansas, I just, I, I, swear to God. I never wore them again because I was, you know, like... You know, I hate my legs. I hate mm. my body. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Like, yeah, you just hate your body. It's just that, exactly. It's, it's like whatever. It's, it's easy. Let me it's hate whatever. my body. Yeah, yeah. Back off. My yeah, mm-hmm. back off. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I got some shorts. I'm the same size as I was in middle school. I'm a How boy's little boy's <laughs> Little boys 12.
0: Oh my god. And
1: uh, yeah, I I went to I went to the Target and I got a couple pairs and I. Think they look amazing, and I've worn them out for the first time yesterday. Oh my god! And it
0: is great, you know. I mean, I'm sure people just like looked at your legs and could see the reflection in them. Because oh my god! You can literally, my
1: legs are translucent. <laughs> like you can see through them, and you can like see the muscles and how they work. And oh like my the god! And people use you yeah. for
0: anatomy lessons. Wink, wink. Exactly.
1: I hopped on down to the local uh, research medical center, plopped mm-hmm. local- down on a table. And there they
0: and then they were like,
1: "Why? Why are you Said, here?" Take a good look at these, Henny. And then Popped they called out. security. <laughs> Immediately, they were like, "Immediately, Who is this? Why are they I, at our office?"
0: I don't know why. I I don't know. Shorts are very weird for me. I feel like. Do you feel like naked when you don't have skinny jeans on?
1: Well, it's not that I feel naked. It's like. Okay, you know, like back in the olden days, when like, did you ever see the movie like Atonement or like Downton Abbey? You know, oh, like those days, yeah, like yeah, children when women wore women didn't have rights. Exactly, like the good old days. The good know? old,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the um, good racist old days.
1: <laughs> like little boys would wear shorts, and then when they got old enough, it was like you don't wear shorts anymore. Oh, uh, okay. And I just always felt like shorts were like a kid's thing. But then I realized shorts are a gay people thing. Shorts are such a gay people thing. Exactly. And I was like, I need to start it up again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're the trendsetter. And also, it's just really fucking hot, and I'm over that. Bullshit. Well, that's the
0: thing. It's like, it's hot here in Missoula. It's been like super hot. We have fires. It's fire season. And of course, I live in the goddamn mountains, like everyone in Montana. And so there's trees around you. And when trees don't get watered, they go dry. And it's like, they are fire. It's fucking fire everywhere. Are you a scientist? I'm Wait pretty a sure minute. that's how fire works it's dead trees, and minute. then magic, and then fire. Are people starting the fires or is lightning? No, I think it's it's lightning and
1: like stuff like that. Aren't that isn't that supposed to be like sort of okay for the land?
0: Yeah, I mean like some things like have to burn. I don't know. We do a lot of controlled burns here, but, like, the problem is that, like, people live out in the fucking boonies. They're racist-ass motherfuckers. They live out in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by trees. Uh, You just generalized all them, didn't you? I mean, I did, but you know what? I don't give a fucking flying (laughs) fuck about them, Hanny. Okay. Sure. Um, So, anyways, yeah, so people, there's, like, uh, people evacuating stuff, not, like, near me, but, like, up in the mountains. And it's, like, smoky around here. I'm like, oh, my poor little lungs. Cough, cough. That was like uh, the one
1: random morning I woke up to go to work in Seattle and the entire city was like covered in smoke. And I was like, why is it so smoky? And then it's I realized because
0: you're just so hot.
1: I hadn't watched the news in like months and I, apparently there was everywhere around the city was burning. Hmm. Well, you know, the more you know, the more you
0: know, God was coming for the gays coming for you specifically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably. But shorts are definitely a gay people thing. And I say that as I wear like bright red shorts right now. I want to know if there
1: are any like listeners who have also had like an aversion to like wearing shorts as an adult. Mm -hmm. I just, I never, for one, it's so hard to find them that fit me. Like, I just realized, like this, the kids section at Target is so nice. Mm-hmm. Like they have some top quality brands. Top quality brands for adults that are only you. Top quality, uh, and um, I, I don't know. Like if I had been trying to force myself to wear adult jeans, like or adult shorts, it never would have happened. It would have looked like, like
0: parachute pants on you. Exactly,
1: they would have looked like a uh, hammer time pants. Oh my god! Or yeah, bring
0: back the '90s. Holy
1: shit! Also, I have not worn men's or boys' pants probably since um, probably like 10 years. And I have pockets again. Oh, my God. Like, I can't put anything in my skinny jean pockets because they're, they're girl jeans. Mm-hmm. And, like, girls, are, they have vanity pockets. Girls can't carry things. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Girls you aren't, aren't smart, smart to enough to purse. carry things. That's why they don't have pockets, right? They have a purse. You, mm-hmm, yeah, you just mm-hmm. you have to have a purse, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. the law. If you're it's the a law. woman, you have um, to carry a purse. Mm-hmm. They would if skinny if women's skinny jeans had pockets, I would be set for life.
0: Well, I'm curious, like, I mean, I guess like the reason why you've always shopped in the women's section for skinny jeans is because I just assume that they don't make skinny jeans that are cute. A in men's in like the men's department, but also probably more importantly, they probably don't make your size. Oh yeah, in the that's men's the department. main reason. Like yeah. they, I
1: think there are a lot of really cute men's skinny jeans, but they don't come in my size. Yeah, you could fit in one leg. Yeah. Oh my God. One time my Halloween costume was I so I had bought a Robin costume, you know, like Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. And I cut off the leg... And squeezed my torso into it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so that I could be, uh, was it a Robin Hood or something? Someone. Some, something like that, you know. Who are the ones that always look like Robin Hood and Link and... I mean, someone? I know what you... Uh, I mean... There's one other one that looks just like Robin Hood. If you wear a Robin Hood costume, you're going to get, are you him or are you him? You know. I don't know. But anyway, squeezed my torso
0: into the leg of it. I don't think anyone, I mean, like we obviously allude to the fact that you're a skinny guy and like you've made YouTube videos and stuff, but you don't realize how petite of a person Joe is until you meet him in real life. You could pick him up with one hand and chuck him across a football field.
1: I think it's also like um, it's because like people don't realize because all of me is like proportional
0: Yeah, it's not like like, Joe's like, like,
1: yeah, it's my head is smaller than most people's heads. Yeah, you're just a small built skinny dude.
0: Little person. Mm -hmm. Um, Little people, big world, as they say. Sure. Except that's about a different kind of little person.
1: Well, anyway, I have pockets now. If you see me in Chicago or in D.C., you know, give me a wave. Say nice looking shorts, kiddo. And you'll be like, Who? And I'll strike
0: a pose on the street for you. And then what you'll do is you'll take your pen and paper out of your pockets that you now have and sign them an autograph.
1: Oh my God, I can do that. And Mm -hmm. I was thinking, I'm going out to meet a friend today and I was like, I don't have to bring my backpack. I can put my wallet
0: in my fucking pocket. Right? It's crazy, man. Fucking revolutionary. It's crazy. Well, I'm curious. So like, obviously the boy section at Target fits you, but are they cute? Like, are the are the clothes in the boy section of Target cute, though? They are so fucking cute. Okay. Like, I have
1: revamped my entire summer wardrobe there. Like, I'm talking there are two brands that I really like. One's called Cat and Jack. And uh, that's where I get all of my T-shirts from that brand. Mm-hmm. And then there's this brand called Art Class. Oh, my God. You know, for us artsy emo kids. Mm-hmm, and that's you, you artsy. Uh, fourth graders exactly that's where Mm -hmm. i got my shorts they're Mm -hmm. like um you know slim fit um a little above the knee super cute
0: well i'm glad that you got a new wardrobe to go back to school because i know you're just starting middle school (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it is like i got a back to school wardrobe girl you're about to be
1: in a goddamn gap commercial i even like fucking like Hounded the back to school sales for the shit I wanted. Yeah, girl. Like oh, fuck no. the kids.
0: This is for me. Oh no. Oh no. Well. Oh no. Well good. Oh, well I'm no. I'm glad because I'm just like obviously I'm not the type of person that goes to to the boys section at target because a i don't fit in those clothes and b there's no other reason for me to be in that section unless i was looking for something i shouldn't be looking for um so i was just i was just assuming that they would all be like gross cargo shorts
1: no no not at all like they dress kids are dressed very nicely these Mm -hmm. days i guess
0: kids caught up Cause I went through With a phase when I was like in high school and stuff, I hated shorts less because I hated my legs, but more because I like I got all my clothes from my parents. Like I didn't go clothes shopping. Like clothes shopping was oh, for yeah. women and gay people. And I wasn't gay yet. And so Oh, sure. Of, mm-hmm. That was a choice you made later. Well, you know, you had you have to sign the contract and there's the whole thing and there's, you know, the 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 pentagram you have to put everything. It's it's such a it's an ordeal. We'll talk about it later. But What I assumed was that all shorts were ugly cargo shorts because that's all my mom fucking got me. And so I was like, I don't want to wear shorts because they're gross. And then I I grew up and I was like, I'm gay and there's actually really cute shorts. Like, wow. Well, I think if I had gone to like the boys
1: section in like Arkansas, I would have found a lot of like not super cute stuff. Yeah,
0: I think that's part of my my problem is growing up in Montana.
1: Like in the in Chicago and DC, the, I bought these in DC. They were they had really cute stuff there. The kids are very fashionable these days in the big cities. I guess so. And they also had one remaining Nintendo Switch. It's
0: gone now. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's gone with the wind, girl. It's gone with the wind, honey. I, I love how like as soon as you get a Switch, you start actually seeing them places. I know it pissed me off
1: because oh, I yeah, had me that <laughs> whole ordeal with like Walmart. Mm-hmm. And then I like. Went there and immediately saw it at Target. But yeah. it was gone within like 15 minutes. Okay. Like it was there and then it was out of there.
0: Boom. Gone. Boom. Uh, do you have Splatoon 2 yet? I don't, but I was seeing on Twitter, you have spent some hard-earned money on some Switch games, it sounds like. So I'm R- curious. What, well, I was like, I'm I'm accumulating things to stream
1: mm-hmm. at this point. Um, I got Splatoon 2 and I got Zelda. Breath Mm -hmm. of
0: the Wild, and I really enjoy them both. Oh, nice, I'm glad you're liking them. So tell me, tell me about your thoughts. How long have you had the Switch? You've had the Switch for like what, a
1: week, two weeks? A couple weeks now. A couple okay. weeks. And for the first week, I played like Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. And then in, while I was in D.C., I was like, well, I need another game to play while my fellows at work. So I got uh, Zelda. And when I came home, Splatoon 2 was waiting for me. I would pre-ordered it. Oh, nice. There you go. Um, I got a little thing about Zelda. Oh, I'm sure you do, Hanny. Honey, that world is too big. Oh, my God. Well, too big for Joseph? Too big. I love how, like, in every game, they're always, like, bigger than the last world. This world is bigger than the last world. And, and this, this one's like, like, oh,
0: my God. It takes me 15 minutes to run across to, like, the horse stable. I got to right. make myself I'm a like, sandwich. Reel it in a little on this one. (laughs) Compress it a little bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. God, it's too big. Way too big. Yeah, it's giant. I I was playing it the other day. I have 100, 120 plus hours into that game. I think you have like 155 or something. I was looking at your uh, Switch
1: Switch. Your oh my me God, profile you, or whatever. You were,
0: you were looking at me. You were looking at me. I mean, not me. by
1: choice. I had to accept your desperate friend request. Listen, I'm desperate. Oh, I'm lonely.
0: <laughs> I need all the friends I can get. <laughs> I okay. might have added you. I don't remember. I don't know. It's all a blur. But no, I was I was playing Zelda like a little bit the other day, and I found like a new horse stable and like uh like a fishing village I had never found yet. I was just like, holy oh. shit. Yeah, and like I have like 150 hours in this game and I was like I'm still discovering shit, like it's crazy.
1: But it's I, too big.
0: Too it's, big. It's it's pretty big. It's a pretty big game. But well what, what I remember you telling me is that you feel like that you're more of a 2D Zelda fan. So I was I was kind of like, "Oh, like is is Joe even going to like Breath of the Wild cuz it's like a 3D Zelda game and he wasn't he's not the he's a bigger fan of the 2D games compared to the 3D games."
1: I think this game is more like Skyrim. Than a lot of games, a lot of like Zelda games, 3D Zelda Mm -hmm. games I've seen. And I love Skyrim. Um, So I'm just like, I didn't even know I was supposed to kill the divine beasts. And then I accidentally killed one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Oopsies. (laughs) Oopsie doozy. I'm I'm Um, accidentally progressing the storyline. Like I, ax- I, like, I accidentally forgot to ask the crazy old lady about him, and so mm-hmm. I didn't officially get the quest, but then yeah. I, like, stumbled upon one, and I was like, okay. The fuck is this elephant? Get out of here. Yeah, that was literally the one I killed mm-hmm. first. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I, I just like that there are basically those four things to do, but then you just do whatever you want. Yeah, it's, it's kind, of long. A, kind of a
0: free-for-all. Um, I don't like that weapons break. Yeah, that that was one of the big complaints about this game is the durability on the weapons. I really hate
1: having to, like... And they it seems like they break really fast. Yeah. And so, like, I try to, like, hoard good ones and, like, mm. I don't know. And I hear even the Master Sword can
0: break. You yeah, gotta well, repair it. The Master Sword's weird in this game because it's, like, once you can pull it, once you get it, um, it, like... It, uh, it doesn't break it just like quote loses its energy and then it's just like out of your inventory for like 10 minutes until it comes back like i don't know why it doesn't just break and then because everything else breaks but it, it has a durability like it it'll only lasts for a certain amount of time and then it just like disappears from your inventory and then comes back i'm just like okay like allegedly it's supposed to like fly away from you like in there was like a, a developer preview or something where if you like once the master sword, you use it up, it's like supposed to fly back to its pedestal or whatever and recharge and then fly back to you out like 10 minutes later. I don't know. Good go on. It it was a lot, but it just disappears in the game and then it just comes back. But yeah, no, the weapon durability is a, a big change. I think just like for me, like the weapon durability definitely was something I had to deal with and get around after a while. But the more I played, the more I was getting, Um, better and better weapons that last longer and longer. And so I think that helped me during the game just because I was always like going and finding enemies and they would always drop good weapons. And so I kind of had a constant supply, but it is kind of tedious. It's definitely one of the more tedious parts of the game compared to the past Zelda games. It's the weapon durability. So I totally agree with you. I feel like that it's kind of ridiculous how easy things break. Yeah, I'd rather there
1: be like, fewer weapons but Mm -hmm. like ones that last forever yeah yeah totally or at least like give us a way to repair them i want a way to like repair my good ones yeah right and i know there are like a few that you can repair like the trident
0: or whatever but i got no diamonds exactly girl like there's it's it's expensive and like i get attached to my good weapons and then i don't use them because i don't want them to break I'm just like, oh I, I, this one's so exactly. pretty. Exactly. Yeah. I just
1: like don't do anything with them. And I end up using a boke bow club. Right, for exactly. Or a, or a fucking years. twig.
0: God. <laughs> just <laughs> batting would. a, a bokoblin over the head sixty times <laughs> you with a fucking would. twig. Yeah, that's I my life. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm
0: glad you're enjoying it. I'm glad that you're you're having some good times with Zelda and, and other stuff. Yeah. But what what about Splatoon? Because I haven't played Splatoon. I'm assuming because I think you posted a picture of like a screen cap of uh, you in like the Splatoon universe oh so. yeah something about someone's wife was mad at them you know how it's you like can my write my left memos, me or something something like
1: know. that yeah mm-hmm. oh it was my, my wife left me is what it said uh, oh I was okay, like, okay. Yeah. alright Um, when I did the tutorial because I didn't play Splatoon 1 I was like, "This is awful" because mm-hmm. it, the tutorial has motion controls, oh, and I was God. like, "Turn that shit Fuck off!" Fuck this! I was like, "If this game has motion controls, I'm sending it back." But I, I immediately turn them off once I got death. I'm oh sending my God. it back. I hate motion controls. That's one thing that pisses me off about some of the puzzles in Breath of the Wild, the ones where you mm-hmm. got to move the ball. I'm like, this is not a fucking McDonald's Happy Meal toy from 1990. <laughs> like, let me play a game. Okay. Breath of the Hamburger. <laughs> I, that really, I hated those. But <laughs> uh, once I turned off motion controls for Splatoon 2, I really like it. Nice. I just need some friends. I'm ready to start our pro team, our, like, the show Sam and Joe Pro League. I mean,
0: uh, you should ask some of the viewers because, hell, I'll be the water boy. But that's about <laughs> as as much as I'll do. I'll post my
1: uh, um, friend code on Twitter. Because we I still have friend codes I'll... in 2017. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> For anyone, I think I'm going to do some
0: streaming with some viewers and stuff. Oh, nice. Because I remember you telling us that you got your your streaming stuff, your capture card and stuff, but you weren't going to stream because obviously you were going to be in D.C. and you wanted some personal time with your Switch before you got into streaming. So when do you think that you'll start streaming Switch games? Well, I
1: hooked it like I got back from D.C. yesterday and, and immediately I started like hooking it all up. So I got it mm-hmm. all completely working. Um So maybe later this week, maybe this weekend. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, should be good. Oh my It's God. an interesting setup, and at the moment, it's a little bit flawed mm-hmm. because I hear the sound delayed. Oh, that and sucks. And that sucks. So what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to get a monitor with a headphone jack in it. Because uh, if you route the sound through your computer and use your computer's headphones, there's a delay. And if you plug a headphone jack into the switch, it cuts off the sound to the Elgato.
0: Oh, Jesus. So
1: it's complicated, and the only real workaround is to have a an audio jack on your monitor. So, oh. But that's fine. I think I can just trade in my monitor, basically, for
0: a one. For one with an audio jack? Yeah. Well, that sounds better. Yeah, yeah. It'll be oh, good. my God. You're yeah. such a scientist. You're figuring things out. You're um, an electrical engineer. Speaking of, you're going to be so proud of me. I mean, I don't know about that, Henny, but we'll
1: see. <laughs> uh, so Sam does Raspberry pie stuff. He's, I do. I talked about it. He likes to it. tinker. Mm-hmm. Um, I built a, I'm only saying this because I know the fella doesn't listen to the podcast. I think a couple of his friends might. So if you guys listen to this, don't tell the fella. Don't spoil um, it, you asshole. No, it's his birthday present. I built Aww. him a uh, Raspberry Pi Retro
0: Pi emulator. Oh my God, that was one of my favorite things like, like a long time ago, like a month ago. Yeah. Um, oh my God, I got how did controllers. it go? It, I mean, it was super easy.
1: It's, you know, I hacked into the mainframe, you know, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hacked into several agencies and I, mm-hmm. you know, downloaded everything and I got mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Actually, it was really easy. It, it takes like 15 minutes to do.
0: Yeah, no, it's um really
1: easy. And then I got some of his favorite games on it. And so. Uh, Next month, when I go back to D.C., I'll give it to him for his birthday.
0: Oh, my God. Nice. What kind of uh, did you get any specific controller for the Raspberry Pi?
1: So there are these two. They're basically sort of like SNES, like pro controllers, sort of like they're, they're SNES controllers, but they've got a few extra thingies on them. A few extra buttons, so a few extra buttons and knobs, so that he can play a wide variety of things. And nice, yeah. And it was, it's. I was surprised how easy it all was. I fucked up a few things the first time, but it all works now. So well, that's good. All I'm matters. glad.
0: Yeah, because I know like there's a lot of menus and stuff, and there are a lot of there's a lot of customizability that you can do with with right. the Raspberry Pis and the RetroPie operating system and stuff. And you don't have to do all the customizability shit. Like you don't have to, like, you know, dive deep into the themes and everything and tweak every goddamn thing. It should work pretty well right out of the box once you install it and get your games on it. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Well, good. So the controllers that you got are they are they pretty comfortable? Because I'm curious because I have a a wired SNES controller. And then I have those, like I have old Wii U Pro controllers that are Bluetooth and they right. work pretty well on the raspberry pi but there's there's an input delay because like they don't work too well with the raspberry pi so i've mm. been kind of looking more for good these controllers were, these were like recommended
1: for use okay. with it and they're usb ones mm-hmm. um i think they're actually like if you go to the raspberry pi amazon page someone is like if you're going to build an emulator these are the best these controllers are the ones to get they come in a pair so you automatically have two but then also uh my fella has a PS4, so I think he might use his PS4 controller with it occasionally if he wants to. Nice. Um
0: but yeah, they're really good. I don't remember oh the God. brand name. I'll look it up and I'll give it to you later. But they're I'm really sure good. I'm sure that his his favorite games are uh Animaniacs and Tiny Toon Adventures and Mickey's Magical Quest and Goof Troop. Those are all my favorite games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let <laughs> me see. Is it called Ultima
1: of the—hold on, here's what he would—Ultima Exodus? I don't don't know her. I don't either. It was apparently an NES game, and he remembers playing it, like, either at his neighbor's house or something. Ultima 3 Exodus, I think it's called. Didn't even know there was a one or two. Don't know where they would have existed. Don't know Um, her. You probably downloaded a virus. (laughs) Who knows what I have. uh but yeah i got that i didn't i you know have i'm testing the games and then there was a um i got us a few multiplayer games to play too like a double dragon oh yeah one of my one of me and my sister's favorite and there was like a a nude a nude modded version of it did you get the nude mod well only the women are naked in it oh god i was like come on i was like i want to see ninja man wieners I want to see NES pixelated ninja man wieners exactly I mean you'd be surprised how much detail they were able to put in the women
0: oh, I'm sure their areolas are sure.
1: perfect <laughs> something God <laughs> I, what about equality I thought this was America uh, not anymore Trump just mm. tweeted and booted some of that out
0: today I'm pretty sure Oh yeah, what a fucking surprise
1: trust me I was angry yeah.
0: about it it was awful pause. Well, that's my uh, technology. Well, nice. I'm glad that you uh, that you put that thing together. I'm surprised you knew how to even plug it in and gave it some power. I
1: know. It was, it was uh, surprisingly extremely easy. Got a cute little case. They oh, have like got... the little NES cases for it. but Yeah, they
0: have a bunch of cute ones you can get. Yeah. Did you just get like a regular one or did you get a cute one? I think I got
1: the official Raspberry Pi one and I got a couple like heat sinks for it. So it mm. wouldn't like overheat. Um, I may have to, if he wants to play like, uh, a little bit more graphically complicated games, I might get it like a case with a fan or something.
0: Right. Just like a a case that comes with an air conditioner on it. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. Well, good. Congratulations. You're such a nerd. Uh, Um, I have a question for you. Um, I mean, you can ask for my autograph after the podcast is done. No, thanks. Okay. Um. Um, So,
1: has All Stars three started filming? Is that the situation? So, do you want
0: the rumors? I want the rumors, and I've heard about Aja. Oh, you've heard something about because I haven't heard shit about Aja. I don't don't know her. She's supposed to be on it. (gasps) Oh, like she's been
1: apparently very not secretive about it on uh social media. Oh uh, how messy. And she was seen with a whole bunch of new wigs. Ooh girl. And she had to like quit the tour or something.
0: Yeah, I think the the big um the the big kind of like spoiler and the thing that people always track when it comes to queens is them canceling gigs this mm. time of year. Because when queens are canceling gigs, like that's their that's their living that is their wage that's how they make money queens don't cancel gigs lightly so if they're canceling gigs it's probably for something big and nine times out of ten it's fucking rupaul's drag race um but yeah there was like a picture of aja like someone like tweeted a picture or like snapped a fucking candidate of aja in brooklyn and it was just like her and like 10 suitcases with wigs all over them and we were like girl come on girl wait who did Someone did. Someone, um. someone, like a fan or someone who was stalking her, or whatever. They saw her with all the wigs. But yeah, no, I'm. I, I guess Aja is gonna be, gonna be on All Stars three. These are all rumors, but I mean, they're. It's tea by queens or by girls who have like investigated and like are looking at tour dates. So do you want to know the people who are pretty much confirmed that the the internet assumes is going to be on All Stars three? Sure, I want to hear it, but so. Oh okay. Also, why Aja?
1: Why how is know. she an all star? I, I have no idea. I guess we're gonna find out. She wasn't even a star in her own fucking. I don't know. It I just, mean, better it,
0: better Aja than Valentina. I better guess. better Aja than Valentina. Honestly. Why not? Neither is Valentina. I mean, do you think? Anyway, sorry. Think so. Go ahead. Go,
1: what? Who are the ones who are? You think? So is this is be? this
0: is not this is my, my not my investigative journalism. This is from the the shady ass queens at reddit.com slash r slash rupaul's drag race which is a messy ass subreddit so you've been warned um spoilers i guess although these are just rumored but they are there's some some pretty solid evidence via the canceled tour dates so they have aja on here she canceled her australian tour from july 21st to the 29th and then someone snapped that picture of her with all of her wigs and shit So people like keep an eye on her. The August uh, dates uh, that she canceled her for the season nine tour in Australia or whatever. So she's like, people are like, oh, I don't know about her. Um, Another girl is Thorgy Thor. (gasps) People have been been snooping around and she's canceled some gigs around the same time. July 28th, July 29th. Um, And uh, she's getting a lot of people to replace her hosting gigs in Brooklyn through august so that's uh that's one that to be looking out for trixie mattel canceled some of her uh province town shows um and she's being replaced by some season nine queens for her uh tour in july morgan mcmackles canceled her gig in montreal pride um for august 17th Um, she, there was like an email or something from Provincetown when she was working, Chi-Chi Devane, um, canceled a gig in Peru. Why don't I Uh, remember who that is? Hold on. Don't don't you know the name? Weren't you around
1: for Chi-Chi? I was, and that's why I'm like, who? Chi-Chi. She was like like the catfish girl. Oh, she was like country. 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 And she
0: was pretty good.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. Didn't she make it to the top four or something? I think something like that. Yeah, she was really good. And she had a really great personality, too. Uh Uh-huh. So so her, and then the last one that's under their pretty much confirmed tag is Milk, who I don't think you you weren't around for Milk. Milk is a... He's like a I Milk's a very interesting queen because she's like super like weird. but she's also like a Marc Jacobs model now. Like it's it's very interesting. Regardless, there's about seven queens that are like in the pretty much confirmed one. There's a there's two in the likely candidate, um, which is Angina, who is a a, a queen from season one. She was like the original bald queen. Like like, ooh, honey, like Sasha Valore better watch out because Angina was like bald before her. She's a I really, really enjoy her. Um, And then Shangela. Do you know Shangela? I have heard of Shangela. That's it. Um, So Shangela was on season two and then Rue brought her back. She was in a box for season three. Uh She like brought her back. And so like people are thinking that Rue's going to bring her back a third time for All Stars three. And people are like, no, put her back in the box. Put her away. So is she like a mess? I mean, she, she she's she's professional, but she's like she was a rough queen, but she's gotten a lot better. She's just annoying. I think that's why people are like, "Oh God, Shangela." Interesting. Very interesting. Um, people who have confirmed not to be on All Stars three: Derek Barry. What? I know, right? Um, a Alexis queen Michelle. of our time. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Quite frankly, oh my
1: God, the queen fairy. In Breath of the Wild, I mm-hmm. just, it's just like, that looks just like Alexis
0: Michelle. <laughs> Literally, our Alexis Michelle's drag inspiration are like, the fairies in Breath of the Wild. This is what you had to do after the show? This is do your you know that? Did you know that there's a horse fairy in Breath of the Wild? No. Yeah. I've so only found a, the one big ones. So there, there's a bunch of big fairies and there's a secret horse fairy because your horses can die. And what? so, yeah, if you like get in a battle and like people start shooting your horses, like your horse can fucking die, which is horrifying. But this fairy can bring your horse back to life. My horse is named Desk.
1: <laughs> Desk? <laughs> <laughs> it was wow. like, name your horse. And
0: I'm looking around the room and I was like, Desk. I think I, we have a bunch of <laughs> we have a bunch of horses. We found like a big one. We named it Big Baby. Oh um, there was one they oh I had one named Gertrude. There's one named Horace. Um we have lots of because like um, my roommate Maggie and I we play together and so we both like find horses and, and shit. I like to um, spook them and then yeah, calm exactly. them spook down em. so they love mm-hmm. me. It's like oh 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 and then it calms down. <laughs> it's an awful relationship. <laughs> it's horrible. i almost never use my horse. I don't really like it. You I hate the controls around. with the horse. Yeah, they they can be pretty uh Pretty hairy. Yeah, I don't I don't appreciate them. Anyway, um, what are we talking other, about? Oh, Alexis other, Michelle. Not confirmed. yeah, Alexis Michelle's not going to be on All Stars three. Pheromone, Nina Bonita Brown. Um, they all confirmed not to be Naomi Smalls. I know you'll be happy about that. She's not going to be on All Stars three. Thank God. Well, she's here um, in Chicago. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Charlie Hides. Charlie who? Charlie's. I don't think.
1: I feel like once her rib snapped, I feel like that's it for her. Her rib snapped, and so did her career. Sure did. Um, what? Okay, was Thorji Thor not on an
0: All Star season? Is that not where I saw met her? You met her in season eight. Oh, okay. That's she was right. on Bob's season. Okay. Okay. Um,
1: Alaska
0: was the All Star season. Yeah. I saw. Yes, okay. Alaska was All Stars. She was on season five. Okay. Um, acid Betty will not be on All Stars three. Good. She's good, but I don't like her at all. I still don't like her. Mhm. Yeah, she's she's has great makeup, but her personality is just right.
1: she's abrasive. just like a bitch for the sole purpose of being a bitch and I'm like, right, "At exactly. least There's have like, a motive." Mhm. You're just like, bitchy because you're a bitchy person. Exactly.
0: Like, "Okay, girl." Well, that should be interesting, then. Right? So, we'll stay tuned. Yeah, apparently either so I don't I don't think is All-Stars 3 filming now or is season 10 filming now? One of the seasons is filming now, but they're definitely, there's lots of hints that All-Stars 3 is going to happen this year. Um, I'm excited to see Trixie
1: Mattel, because I haven't seen a season with her, but I've seen her okay. Um, via Kim Chi. Oh, yeah. Because they're friends, right? Yeah,
0: they were really good friends before they were both on Drag Race, and now they're like, because then... Trixie moved to LA and Kimchi's still doing stuff in Chicago. I think, I think they grew up, they, they started doing drag together. So I think that's how they were friends. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, no, they have very similar makeup in, in the fact that it's very, um, there's a lot of it with kimchi. It's way more blended with Trixie. She looks like a fucking clown, but that's the point. Sure. That's the only time I've seen her. she,
1: Resemble the clown. Exactly. That, that's sure. her
0: shtick, girl. But it looked good. It looked fine. It's very, it it's good. very tricky. Like, it's, I feel like it's very abrasive at first, but once you figure out that, like, oh, that's her thing, then you can kind of start, like, being like, oh, yeah, this is cute. But anyway, so that, those are the All Stars three rumors. Who knows if they're true rumors, but I know I have Interesting. tremors. So, oh. Anyways, I was going to talk Same. about that asshole, uh, some YouTube star, Disney split. I don't know. It was all over my Twitter feed. It was all over everyone. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck this white twink is. Did, I don't either. I saw it popped up in like my Google News thing,
1: whatever. And I was like, I don't know who this is. And I just scrolled past yeah, it. Yeah, it was like I couldn't I get took away one look and him. I was like, well, I was just like, he's too attractive and I don't care enough. He was on a Disney like,
0: Channel series called Bizarre Dvark. Look, come on. What?
1: What? What's, how old is he? I don't know. I don't understand that either. Because in the video thumbnail I looked at, I didn't click the video. didn't want to give him that. Mm-hmm. He, I couldn't tell if he was like 20-something or like 14. Honestly, I
0: don't know. I don't care. He looks very Disney, mm-hmm. for sure. He looks, he looks like he would say some racist things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is that why they... Do you know any details? No, I don't know so any details. The only details that I know is that, like, he was, like, uh, the place where he lived in in Hollywood or something, he would have all these, like, raging parties and stuff, and, like, he was just, like, a straight asshole and would just, like, disturb all of his neighbors, and, like, they called the cops on him and shit, and so, like, he was just being a complete domestic disturbance to his neighborhood. Um, Like I think he was doing prank videos and shit I don't know what's with white straight dudes and prank videos it's like they're crack I don't understand it I don't think I'll ever understand it like what I don't think any of those prank videos are real I mean I don't think any of them are either but like um, what's the point of making them why do people watch them I don't understand
1: the the Disney star that I really she just revs me the wrong way is Bella Thorne is Katy Perry well, she's not a Disney star first. She book, wishes, but she wishes. No, she's got enough fans. I thought Bella Thorne uh, was that remember? girl from uh, Twilight. No, that's Kristen Bell. Kirsten Dunst. Kristen, Kristen, not Kristen Bell. Whatever, Kristen Stewart. Oh yeah. Bella Thorne was with Zendaya. She, her and Zendaya had their own, had a show together. Oh. And I think Bella Thorne is going to be, there are rumors circulating that she's going to be in the live action The Little Mermaid as Ariel because her hair's red. Well,
0: if she doesn't talk, I'd be happy. Well, there, I have like,
1: she, she just always comes across as super entitled whenever she's in the media. But then also, like, I've known a couple people who have had to work with her and they have said that she is a little unbearable. A little. But that's just allegedly never met her. She's just one of those celebrities who just really annoys me for some reason. Mm -hmm. I feel that.
0: She has resting bitch face, but I do too, so I can't really clock her for that. She's gorgeous. I wish I looked like her. Mm -hmm. She's pretty, but she looks like that she would... She's really pretty. She would make me go get her a a, a lemon water and then be (laughs) mad at me when it had too much lemon in it. (laughs) That's a good description. That's work. <laughs> I tried you know? I tried I guess it, it I guess it worked. Yeah. It worked. Just it good. A plus. Anyways, well we made it through 40 speaking minutes. Of, Should we talk about our favorite things or whatever? I
1: was just going to say speaking of Disney, my favorite thing, let me go. These are a few of our favorite things. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing is Disney related. Oh god. Um or, Wait, hold raven on. Raven Simone is back on the Disney Channel, Excuse honey. Excuse me, it's raven Simone now. Anyway, <laughs> the show is called Raven's Home, and her and Chelsea are both, um, I think Raven's divorced, and I'm pretty sure Chelsea's husband is in prison.
0: Honestly. <laughs> this is, like, the real plot of the show. I, honestly, I'm glad that they're, like, finally relating to American families. It was, it's so funny. There are, like, adult jokes in it.
1: I watched the first episode. Uh, they live in Chicago. Oh, my God. Together. Uh, you're, they, they're, you're literally, your uh, next-door neighbors. I want to find out the so the home they show on the outside, you know, is a real house on some real street, mm-hmm. and I want to know if that's actually in Chicago. Oh, my God. Because I went to the one in San Francisco. The full house? I think the outside house? of, no, 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 um, Raven. Oh, yeah, Let's yeah, yeah, see. yeah. Did Raven take place in, like, the, uh, That's So Raven, I think took place in San Francisco. Yeah, I think you're right. And they had the outside of the house, like, just shot somewhere. Mm. Um But so Raven and Chelsea live together. Raven has two kids. Chelsea has one kid and they all live in Raven's home. Oh my God. And Uh, uh, it's sort of split up between like the children's storyline. One of the children, one of her kids is psychic, just like she mm -hmm. is. And so they'll both have visions and like try to, you know, something funny always happens. You could say
0: they're having double vision. You could say that, and that would be
1: an amazing pun for the show. Mm -hmm, mm, I should be a writer. But, like, it just reminded me that, like, Raven is literally one of the best physical comedians, I think, around. Oh, my God. Like, she is so funny. I'll have to check it out. It's really good. There are literally jokes for adults in it that are... I would consider like very edgy for the Disney Channel. Ooh. I don't know. I thought it I was very taken aback by some things that were said. Um You clutched your pearls a little bit. I oh. did. I clutched them. Oh, girl. I don't think that the kids are quite up there with them. Um, so when when Raven was doing her that's so Raven. Mm-hmm. I think it took place when they were in like junior high or high school or something yeah, and so something they were like all that. older. They were like older actors and I feel like they had it down immediately. I think these kids will get there. Yeah, I think they're I think they're like middle school age, and I think they'll like get there, but they're not as good as like Raven when she started, yeah, like
0: her own series. Well, I so. I remember there was this. Um uh, well, Raven announced that she was doing something with the Disney Channel on like her The Talk or whatever. She was a hostess on The Talk or one of one of those or the The View or one of those five thousand different shows. One of them, yeah. Um, and she was talking about how that like they were doing open casting for the kids and that she wanted to give kids the chance to like you know work with seasoned actors like them in the same way that like Raven got to chan- the chance to work with seasoned actors when she was like on the Cosby show and when she was on that. So Raven. And so she was kind of like gearing that in the sense where like, you know, we want to give, you know, kids the same chance that were given to us when we were their age to work Mm. with like good actors and stuff. But yeah, no, I've, I've seen stuff about Raven's home. I've seen um, stuff online. It was just like, it's, it's interesting to me because I, I, I can't tell if it's geared. I feel like it's geared more towards us more towards, like, the nostalgia, yeah. like, That's a Raven crowd. But they still have to, like, gear it towards kids because, like, that's what the Disney Channel is. It's for kids, right? So they're kind of, like, right. splitting the demographic with Raven's home because, like, it's it's way more... I feel like it'd be way more fun if you knew the backstory of, like, you knew what That's so Raven was, which is our generation. Whereas... Like, the kids that the show and the channel's geared towards, I don't think they know much about That's So Raven because they didn't grow up on it. And so I'm curious... Oh, they summed it up in the first, like, one minute. Oh, really?
1: She was like, I'm Raven. I have visions. This is my friend <laughs> Chelsea. Her husband's in prison. <laughs> wow, they really they really sped it up it for everyone. Like, caught everyone up to speed. No, it was... The setup was, like, kind of hilariously done. It was very quick. Um, but, yeah, I would agree with that. And it seems like... Like, at one point during watching it, the first episode's on YouTube, by the way, oh, okay. like, on the Disney channel, if it's an official link. Um, I was like, who is this for? Yeah. <laughs> like, in a, in a good way, because I could see the children scenes being geared towards them, but, like, the scenes with Raven and Chelsea, I was like, this is, like... I think it'll the children will appreciate it because there's so much physical comedy. But, like the actual jokes that were happening, I was like,' They're geared towards okay, us. this is,
0: yeah, I was like, this is fucking hilarious. This is gold. I'll have to check it out. I mean, but, I love Raven Simone, yay, whatever. Yeah. um, and i I haven't seen her in an acting role in a long, long time. Because um, I've I've only She's seen. She still got it. To, it. I'm glad she still has it because she was a really great physical comedian and I, you know, she she is like a a queer actress now or whatever. And so it's super nice to you know still have, you know, childhood people that you grew up with that are that still got it that still are kicking. So I'll have to check it out. I was kind of hesitant to check it out even though I saw like the previews and stuff and it looked good, but I was I just like there's that part of you that's like I don't want to like ruin it. You know, I don't want to ruin what I like remember from That's a Raven. But if it does it, then it doesn't, and I'll have to check it out. I feel like
1: this is the thing that Raven is supposed to be doing. Really? Like she is so good at it. She's so into but it. But I just feel like this is it. This is like I never really liked watching her on whatever talk show she was on, the view or the talk or whatever. Yeah. But like this is like I just feel like this is her calling, and she she seems happy when she's doing it mm-hmm. too. This is this is so where she I shines. Hope she is.
0: This is where she shines, honey. I'll have to check it out. And so you said check it you out. said the the Disney Channel, the official Disney Channel YouTube channel has the the full episode up on YouTube. Yes, they put out the first episode somewhere on YouTube.
1: I think if you just Goog- if you just Google like Ravens Home, mm-hmm. you know, first episode or episode one or whatever, it'll pop up. Well, I'll have to check it out, and I hope that it's successful. I do, too. I really do. It seems like it's... I mean, I never heard of, what, Aardvark Bamboozled? Bambardvark? Who? Bambardvark. What's the thing you just
0: said? Bizarredvark? Vark. Yeah, literally God. who?
1: Literally never heard of that mm-hmm. one. And I I feel like I know some about Disney Channel I mean, you still. are Disney Kid 1. It's true. So. But... Here's to hoping it does super well. Here's to hoping. I think hoping. it will do
0: okay, at least. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah. So how about you? What's your favorite thing this so week? So my favorite thing isn't Disney related at all. What? Right? It's crazy. What? My favorite thing is a rather obscure YouTube channel that I found through, you know, I don't I don't fucking know how I found her. But she has a a very mild 50,000 subscribers. I love how it's it's like you have 50,000 subscribers and you I feel like you're declared a small YouTuber. When it's back in the day if you had 50,000 subscribers, that was like a big accomplishment. Um I
1: like I still feel like my main channel, my well one of my main, my vlogging channel is small with like 100,000. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's I feel like that is. I feel like it's good, but it's like still tiny.
0: But like back in like to- 2009, 2008, like, I felt like the 50,000 meant something. 100,000 meant something.
1: Yeah. Like, I agree. I, and now it's like crazy. Yeah. Now it's just, everyone. Everyone has people
0: have like tens of millions. Billions of fucking shit. We're Vajillions. V- vajazzled. Anyways. So, anyway. This YouTube channel that I found is by an, an elderly woman named Phyllis Stokes. And Phyllis Stokes runs a. Um, website called southernfrugal.com and don't don't worry she says hello this is phyllis stokes southernfrugal.com in every single at the beginning of every single youtube video it's just her and her camera and she is this elderly southern woman she i feel like she's in her like mid-60s or something she's this elderly southern woman who has a, a very like deep southern drawl voice and she i found her because she makes cooking videos and she talks about cooking recipes and things that she grew up with in the 1950s. Um, And she kind of, I think it started with food and she, she's a good cook and she cooks a bunch of weird things from the 1950s. But she also talks about like her most recent video is 1950s grammar school. And she talked about like what school was like in Virginia and North Carolina in the 1950s. And she has like, it's like, it's like storytelling with grandma, with the Southern grandma you have that probably really isn't racist. Because, like, she is kind of, like, So not bougie. my grandparents. Not your grandparents. But, like, okay. I wish that Phyllis was my grandma because I feel like she'd accept <laughs> me for being gay and then, see like, serve me a good, like, peach cobbler or something. You know? Sure. Yeah, that sounds delicious. And so she has, like, a bunch of, of videos. It's just, like, it's it's just her and this camera. She she talked about, um, in one video, games that they played in the 1950s that were dangerous. Like, the kids when they didn't have anything to do. Um... She's a very interesting person. she's very sweet. she's very southern. she's very it's like it's like watching a YouTube video from the Southern Grandma you don't you never had. Um, it's very interesting. she does like product reviews for things she buys off the television. like it is very old woman YouTube and I am so into it. She's like a she's a beautiful character. she only has 50,000 subscribers. Her name is Phyllis Stokes. you can find her at youtube.com slash Phyllis. UE so like Phyllis Sue I guess I'm assuming Sue's her middle name or you can just type in Phyllis Stokes or southernfrugal.com and you can find her it's just one of those obscure food related YouTube channels that I always stumble across and this time it just happened to have a really lovely comforting southern woman at the front end of it and so I recommend if you need her, it's one of those voices where that you could like listen to at night. Like you, do, you could listen to a video of her rambling for 20 minutes and it would like help you fall asleep. It's one of those things. It's like accidental ASMR from a, like a Southern old woman. So I, I'd recommend it. She's super adorable. She makes really interesting food. She like, it's, she's just one of those people that you, that I enjoy listening to both the tamper of her voice and the things she's actually talking about. She also has like dogs that she talks about all the time. Like it, she talks about like, You know, what to do when you get a bad comment on YouTube and things like that. And with her old Southern wisdom, it's very interesting. I find her absolutely adorable and super charming. If you find that interesting at all, look up Phyllis Stokes, southernfrugal.com, youtube.com slash Phyllis U E. And you can can watch some of her videos. I recommend her 1950s grammar school overcrowding video. It's only a day old. Um... And she did her hair for it. It's all curly. And she did her makeup. She's super cute, guys. Um, so. Aww. So that's what I recommend. So is there like a particular video that would be good to start out with? I mean, I feel like that, that just to to get her storytelling and her timbre, I feel like her most recent video, which is the one about her grammar school and growing up in the South, is a very good introduction video because you get kind of how she, how she talks and her sense of humor and stuff. And it's just her talking to the camera, just telling a story, you know, it's, it's super charming. Um, so her most recent video, which is uh grammar school overcrowding. I think that's what it's called. Um, you can check out it's, it's on her channel. So just look it up. She, she's beautiful. All the comments are super cute and they're all telling her she's pretty. It's just a very wholesome YouTube channel. Nothing like a good wholesome Southern YouTube channel, there
1: you Interesting. go. Interesting. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. I, I come across the weirdest I...
0: goddamn things on YouTube, but sometimes they're just little pots of gold. I don't think I watch anyone
1: who is also from the South besides me. I don't watch myself. I so mean, you know what? Count. You don't watch yourself. I watch it to edit it, and then it's gone forever <laughs> from my memory. You're like, That's as I much totally as I can deal with. I got other things I need to store in my brain. Mm-hmm. That ain't one of them. Mm-mm, henny. Um, in one ear, out the other. It would be nice to hear that accent, I guess, sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's a, uh, I don't know. My parents don't really have a Southern accent. My mom, like, she does more now that she's retired from being a teacher, but she, like, very much kept it non Southern when she was a teacher. Interesting. Um,
0: but yeah, I would like to hear that accent. Remind me of my grandparents. Oh my God. Well, yeah. So she, I think she grew up in Virginia and North and South Carolina. And so that, that, okay. that kind of Southern accent that, that d- definite okay. Southern drawl she has. Sure. It's, it's very interesting. I find it very comforting. So cute. Well, good favorite. I'll things. definitely have to check that out. Yeah. Good favorite. things. Good right. favorite. things. Now we have a few
1: questions this week, don't we? We do. We've got a couple, and then another. Oh, so that makes three. Oh my god! And- <laughs> we
0: can we can add.
1: <laughs> well, let's do this one first. It's a it's a text message we received to our uh, Google Voice number. Mm-hmm. It says, "Is this the Sam and Joe podcast? I was wondering. Do I send voice questions on this number? Thanks." Yes. I think that's Phyllis. Phyllis, thank you so much for the text. Phyllis, <laughs> Phyllis, thank you so much for this text. Yes, mm-hmm, just yep. call that number that you texted. That's the one. Honey. You got us. That's the one, sweetie. That, congr- um, congratulations, congraturitos. I guess that is a good reminder, though, that the number that you text is also the number you can call. Yes. Call or text that number. Do whatever you want with it. Block it. Don't give it. Don't give it out on to like a stranger when like. I think we've said that before. Oh my um, God. Like, if you have to give someone a fake number, <laughs> don't give them the fucking podcast.
0: Yeah, method, what's please. your number? Oh, yeah, the show. It is right here. It's right here. Yeah, they'll
1: get the. They'll. It'll transfer them to the gayest messaging system of all. The gayest time. answering machine message in ever. Ever. Um, okay, so we got a couple questions. Okay. So one is related to um, Sam's question last week about ghosting. Oh yeah. Ghosted. So it says, it's a little bit long, but it has a little story in there too. Uh, Hi, Sam and Joe. I was listening to this week's podcast and I was finding myself hashtag triggered by Sam's ghosting situation. I've definitely found myself in this situation in every single one of my relationships. Dude falls off the face of the earth in hopes that I'll leave him alone, or better yet, break up with him myself. Of course, I do neither. I confront I confront them because, literally, this may be okay when you're 16. Most of the time, it's just, I'm sorry it's not working, but the last dude basically told me he was falling in love with someone else who he just met. We were technically casual, but he had never openly told me that he was actively looking, and I feel like he would have never told me if I didn't straight up ask what was up. We weren't exactly fuck buddies prior to him uh, insisting, we be casual. We spent almost every day together for two weeks. And afterwards, we're seeing each other regularly, two months total. I'll give him the technicality of the casual thing, but it was still a nasty shock regardless. By no means was this any loss, but the dude worked with one of my good friends at the coolest board game video game bar in town and for the longest time I felt so uncomfortable going in. I didn't wanna look like a stalker or worse, run into him with the girl he ditched me for. So, my question for you is, have you ever avoided somewhere you really wanted to go because someone you had a bad relationship, friendship or romantic, works there or is often there? Did you ever get the balls to go or did you just cut it off as a loss by the way i'm
0: hashtag over it now hillary well i'm glad you're hashtag over it because it's you sound like it was a triggering situation it sounds pretty fucking yeah
1: pretty triggering uh but also cool names you share that with hillary duff and my sister and yes that is true oh my god um but yeah very interesting question i feel like we've touched on this before but never, like,
0: really dug deep into it. Mm-hmm. So um So, um, definitely have had feelings of, like, avoiding people or places because, I mean, for me, like, there's definitely this aspect of I don't want to run into them in these places. Um, and I feel like that I get over that eventually. But for me, because of, like, my anxiety, it is like a more irrational thing and it's just like i don't want to go near this place because it reminds me of them like not necessarily that they're gonna be there but it just like there's places that i would avoid like driving to or like i would drive around places this is like 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 right after like fresh wound sort of shit but still i feel like it's kind of weird um but there would be like i would drive around places i wouldn't go near places because i didn't want to like see things and like remind me of a person or whatever, but hell yeah, I've avoided places because I, I, I get hashtag triggered. And also I have avoided places because I've been afraid to have run-ins with people. Um, but I feel like that for me, I feel like that feeling doesn't last very long because I, I have a, a decent turnaround rate now in the sense where I can, um just kind of be completely over it after like a month and a half or so just depending on how intense the the relationship was or you know the casual you know aspect of it it just it's it all depends on the situation obviously but i you're not alone in that sense like i do that all the time i just don't think it it doesn't last months and months and months for me i have the ability to just kind of like let it go uh, but i don't think that i've been in a situation where i've had run-ins like i It's 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 more of an irrational fear for me. I've never had run ins with exes and like meeting them like I'm out with friends and then here comes an ex in with the bar with their new partner or whatever. Like I've never experienced that firsthand in an actual sense. So I don't know what I would do in that situation, but I don't prevent myself in the long term from getting into those situations like preventing myself from going to places Just because I'm afraid that those situations might happen. Um, But I don't know what I would do if that, if I like had a run in with an ex in like a public place. Have you ever had a run in? With an ex in a public place, like when you're with Ooh, friends. Oh, honey, I've dreamed of it. Ooh. I've dreamed of are, that are, day. Are, are That's those, why. Are, I... are those the conversations you have with yourself in the shower, where you're just like, if I meet Ooh. you up, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this story. I'm gonna. Oh, honey, no, no words needed. That's mm. why I carry my pepper
1: spray and my taser with me. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, oh. I feel like I have. Well, I don't know. After uh, me and one uh, ex broke up, we didn't really share a whole lot of places we went together. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, I don't, but I certainly avoided a lot of things. I avoided a lot of music. I avoided um, like, yeah, restaurants. Those are places. I would avoid restaurants and music. Um, And, but I don't know. I think what helps me is going to places with friends yes. to like make them my places instead of his places.
0: Yeah. Like like, like rewriting the memory with someone right,
1: else. Exactly. So like I would occasionally go to like a bar or a movie theater we'd been to and like, but with a group of friends instead. And mm-hmm. it was like. Or listen to some of those songs. And some of those songs I realized I didn't even like. I liked them because I was with the person. And I was like, this is shitty music. He has bad taste in music. And they, that just know. solidifies the fact that it was just never going to work. <laughs> I'm not bitter. I'm not no. bitter at all. Mm-mm. For a long time, I would say, I don't know. I've never had a run in. Mm. No, I haven't either. But, and I don't know. I don't know if I would, like, I, now I think I would just be totally normal. Yeah. And then also now I kind of hope for it because, like, I'm the, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. I'm just and so happy
0: for me and just so sad and worried for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And
1: I think I, I've, i that situation has been let go so long ago that it's whatever at this point. It's yeah. like, I don't have any desire to see that person, but I I would not... I guess I'd say hey to them if I ever saw them, but that's about it. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know each other anymore, quite frankly. Yeah, you're just, like, completely different people now. Yeah, we're just... I mean, when it comes down to it, we're, like, strangers at this point, you know? Isn't that crazy how that works? That's weird, yeah. And oh, But it's, like, good, too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I you, think it's a really good thing, yeah. You don't have to be friends with everyone, Hanny. You sure don't. You sure don't. And that always... Don't. Like I've seen some really messy breaks up breakups, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna try to be friends," and I'm like, "Why? Just, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah it's why? not required. You don't need this person in your life. You don't like. You had a life before them, mm-hmm. and you have, have a life, life after, after them. Yeah, it's like as sad as that sounds. Like it's what it is. What it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you'll you know." you'll find someone you want to spend
0: all the time with. If you are
1: looking for that, mm-hmm. you know,
0: when it, when it comes to places, I recommend what Joe's recommending. If it's, if it's more of like a of of like a psychological memory thing, then I recommend rewriting those memories with friends, like going to those yeah. places. I feel like that's really therapeutic. I do that all the time. I did that because I had that boyfriend that lived in New York. I did that with our friend Cassie. I like I, like a couple months later, I like I took the train with Cassie and we went around the city and I was like, OK, this feels like it's not the city that like I, I just felt better because I was like, OK, I can be in the city with a friend and like have a good time and it it didn't didn't constantly remind me of of my ex or whatever. Um when it when it comes to like you're afraid of having a physical run-in with someone at a place, you aren't required to go to those places, you know, if you're if you're scared of them, like you don't have to put yourself in those situations, but if you want to go, I feel like that have friends with you just in case something happens. I feel like the probability unless they work there or something or it's like their go-to place and they the, you know they're going to be there all the time. Um if it's just like a random spot that they like went to a couple times, like I don't I feel like it's a it's a pretty off chance that you're going to be there the same time you're going to be there. But in the off chance that it happens, you know, you don't have to address them, but it's nice having kind of that physical comfort of other friends around you to just kind of just, you know, buffer away, you know, the The potential stuff that could happen, I guess. I don't know. It's just nice having other people around instead of just being alone in the situation. It's good to have friends and to have a buffer and people you can talk to and stuff. So that's what I'd recommend. Right, Especially in a vulnerable situation. Exactly. Because of course you're going to be vulnerable in that situation. But yeah, good question. Good question. And great advice. Oh my God. We're just so great. We should do an advice podcast. We should call it. We should answer questions and call it answerly. I just got a hashtag triggered first.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, God, Joe's popping
0: half a Klonopin, guys.
1: Now, I'm triggered, too, Hillary. Triggered. Um, uh, but, yes, thank you, Hillary, for that question. It's mm-hmm. fabulous. Uh, we've got another one, uh, a text message. And it says, hey, Sam and Joe, my name is Dylan from California, longtime listener and lover of the podcast, uh, with a question for the show. How do you guys go about trying to meet other gay men for dates and not just hookups. I find that a lot of the apps or website-based methods are for hookups and nothing else, or at least they're advertised that way. So I thought I should ask the two queens who know what the hell they're doing. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go Go that far. Mm -hmm. I love the show and thanks so much for all you guys do. The podcast makes my week better every time I listen to it. Love you guys.
0: Oh, thank you so thank much, thank you, Dylan. Yeah, uh, thank you. I think we've touched on this one too, mm-hmm. but like never, I don't think we've like delved into it. And I feel like dating apps and websites are different for everyone. It, you know, you kind of you, it, it's pretty customizable, just depending on what what you're after and what you say on your profiles, etc. Um, in in my personal experience, I have had more dates from Tinder. And more hookups from Grinder. Those are the only agree. two apps that I have. However, if you talk to straight people, like people hook up via Tinder all the time. But apparently, there's like a straight version of Grinder called Bumble that I don't really know about, and it's more for like hookups instead of dating. I thought Bumble was for like dating. I don't know. I don't though. see. I don't, I don't know. The only things that I can really attest to are Tinder and Grinder. And I've I've I, but the thing is, it's like it's not I feel like it's not like exclusive because I've gone on dates with grinder people and I have gone on hookups with Tinder people. But I think on the whole, wink, wink, um, I've I've had more successful dates. And I feel like that I at least in my opinion, I feel like that Tinder is for more casual conversation. You can't swap pics on Tinder, you can swap pics on Grinder. So I feel like that kind of like has initiative to just like, let me see your junk. It gets kind of assumed a little bit more on Grinder than it is on Tinder. So I feel like Tinder, I have more in-depth conversations. I, you know, I get to know people a little bit better usually. And I, I usually end up going on actual dates with people on Tinder. On Grinder, I get to see dicks. And we talk about buttholes a lot. But sometimes we, you get you can get to know someone on Grindr. But I feel like it, it kind of depends on like what if your profile says you are only into hookups, then obviously people are gonna come at you, you know, just wanting to hook up. You know, you you, you kind of put out there, you kind of reap what you sow in that sense. Like if you if you put out a vibe that you only want hookups, you're probably gonna get more hookups. But if you put out a vibe that, like, hey, like I'm into dating, then you'll probably get more People who are interested in dating—I don't know—but I feel like you well, kind of have to be on the platform for it too. My ranking is Grinder hookups, Tinder, both,
1: mm-hmm. and then I think OK Cupid is oh, yeah. like mainly. I've met my fella on OK Cupid. Ooh, um, and I think it depends on how much work you put into your profile. Totally, like kind of what Sam was saying. Like, and describe on your profile what you're looking for. Yeah. Like, like, if you're looking for a date on grinder, don't do have profile picture that's like a faceless Torso. ass pick for your profile pick, like you yeah, right. in you know a jock strap or something right like, yeah, you know, like it's just people are gonna assume that you're looking to get boinked in the
0: butthole, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. which is fine, totally yeah, absolutely totally fine, but if it's not what you're looking for, then you need to like you know act accordingly. I guess, and I've heard of people who like have gotten dates on Grinder. You've dated on Grinder, right? Yeah, I have. I've gotten some dates on Grinder, but like ninety percent of the time, I'm looking I am I'm looking to talk yeah. dirty and swap pics and hook up on Grinder. Yeah, know? I don't think I don't think you should ever go to Grinder looking for a date. Yeah, honestly. I was like, I was never ever. I never went to Grinder looking for a date, but I wound up going on dates because of Grinder. But like, I wasn't on Grinder because I was like, I want to find a, a decent boy say you know take home to my parents no i feel like that that's not what you go to grinder for i feel like you go to other places for like dating i think tinder is or uh okay cupid is the best one for looking for actual dates i feel like that's a that's a really good recommendation
1: like i think tinder is like mostly dating but then a little bit of hookup yeah tinder but can then, definitely like, go both I ways i feel like okay cupid you can say you know like if you put a lot of effort into your profile, you really describe who you are and what you're looking for. Like you have to weed through some people on OK Cupid, but you have but to weed through you have anyone to, you have to, anywhere. Yeah, you have to do that on every site. Sorry, I'm drinking cherry coke; it's making me it's making you gassy. gassy. Mm. Um, yeah, I think go for OK Cupid yeah, if you're
0: really looking seriously. I agreed. I think OK Cupid's a really good option. Um, maybe install Tinder on your phone. But if you're looking for dates on Grindr, you need to look somewhere else, in my opinion.
1: And OkCupid even has a, their app now is like oh, yeah. a swipy app. Like it's it's a lot, it's kind of similar to Tinder, but you get sort of a lot more information about the person. Oh, nice. So, and it does it like, you know, location based or whatever. So I I think it's really good. It's a well, good sign. Well, then install
0: that, girl.
1: Yeah, girl, get OkCupid. Yeah. Good one. Get that, girl. Good question. Get it. Good question. Good question, Dylan. Um, Good luck, honey. GL, bitch. I'm just like so happy for me and like so worried for you.
0: Just so worried for all the listeners in the podcast. Just so worried all the time. so so worried. worried. So worried. Uh, Good questions. And of course,
1: we always need more questions. You can text us, email us. You get all those details in the outro. Mm -hmm. And then uh, for the uh, patrons... There will be a bonus episode coming up this weekend, which Mm -hmm. you can find at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. You got it. Uh, And otherwise, we will see you guys next week. That sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show
0: You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe.
1: Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show.
0: We also have merch available. If you Want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more? Visit our spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com/slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments. Or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe.
1: And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or
0: 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Allison B. Julian S. Ben B.
1: Eric H. Joshua L jazza kevin v kathleen
0: e megan c kylon c vincent l pablo f and Zachy. as usual thanks to all our listeners and we'll see you next week on the, the show, show.